Hi, I'm Elisa Preston. You're listening to the Praise Through It podcast. This podcast is based on Philippians 4.8, which says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, whatever is excellent and praiseworthy, think about these things. My hope for our short time together will always be to help you feel better from the inside out. With some comfort and some truth, we will look at old burdens in a new way. We'll start to see life in a way that brings hope and in a way that shows the glimmer of light that inevitably shines even in the daily grind. So if that's something you're working on or you'd like to be a part of, listen in. Two Septembers ago, so September 2020, I found myself lost in the woods. To those of you who know me, that's not a big surprise. If you have a young daughter like me, you just started singing the song from Frozen 2 called Lost in the Woods. Kristoff really does it justice. I was way too terrified at the time to sing it. I had had major sinus surgery 10 days prior, but it was our last chance for an incredible photo op. My husband was on his last flight assignment with the Apache helicopter community, and his route would take him down the river that went through our area. I had about 75 minutes of daylight left when I entered the trail. Now, I'm not what you'd call directionally skilled. (laughs) Is that the nicest way I can put it for myself? I am directionally challenged. I am the friend you send those north, south, east, west memes to, the ones that say, uh, left or right. Because if the sun is not in the sky, I do not know the cardinal direction. I just don't. Anyway, I made it to the point on the trail where we'd get the best photos. And by we, I mean me with my phone on the ground in the woodsy woods and Greg and his co-pilot in the helicopter in the wide open sky. Me? by myself, in the woods, on a cloudy day, near dusk. Greg, with his friend, up in the sky. Okay, have I set the scene? So I make it to the point, and so do the pilots. I take 87 photos and a few videos, most of them pretty good, then I head back to the car. Well, sometime into that heading back, I realized I went in a circle. Despite there being blue markers interspersed on trees throughout the trail, it just all looked the same to me. So I went around in that one circle. Well, that happened at least one more time. Though, if I recall correctly, I think it happened two more times. I called my dad just to keep me company, but my cell service kept going in and out, so I really just also managed to terrify him as well. I know I'm really making my case here to be your hiking mate, huh? But I've made it around much of the American East Coast and some of Japan and Copenhagen and a little bit of Sweden without a GPS. Still, on this one day in September, I held Greg's titanium flashlight so tightly, just in case I had to whip it at someone who might try to hurt me. I just kept thinking, this is the kind of story you hear on the news, right? Woman makes horrible life choice to enter dark woods, and dot dot dot. You can fill in the rest. Well, sometime into all of that, Greg called, after he had landed and finished his post-flight stuff. He heard my panic, and he said, Walk toward the exit. I'll head your way, and if you're not out by the time I get there, I'll come in and find you. I got choked up writing that. No matter how lost I got, I knew at that point someone was coming for me. Bonus, someone I loved and trusted. 
It was such a powerful thing knowing that no matter what, if I ended up how I pictured myself ending up shrunk against a tree in the dark with my knees to my chest in total paralyzing fear, someone was coming for me. And that is friendship. He is my husband, but he is also my friend. A friend who will come for me. A friend who will go into the dark for me. A friend who will say, it's okay that you got yourself lost. I'll help you find your way. A friend who will say, I'm on my way. A friend who understands that wayfinding is not my strength, but doesn't tease me about it until I'm out of the woods. Literally and not literally. That is friendship. And how well we would do if we leaned into that on a daily basis. We need each other. We need our friends. We need our tangible, huggable, lovable, hand-holdable friends. People want to say that life is harder now than ever. I think that's kind of comparing apples to oranges, really. I mean, I think it would have been way harder to live with outhouses and chamber pots and a lack of general sanitation. I think it would have been way harder to live without refrigeration and electricity and immediate access to cereal and chocolate. But if we transported someone from those times to 2022, I think they'd look at our quote-unquote smartphones like they were from outer space, and they'd probably go back to what they know. Because what makes life hard is the comparison to what we think makes life easy. We have upset, upheaval, and unrest at almost every single major turn in our world right now. And every keyboard warrior, every pundit on the news... Everybody has the answer to every one of those problems, right? Well, one remedy I think we forget to add in the mix is friendship. Caring for one another, yes. Acknowledging and embracing our shared humanity, absolutely. But friendship, yes, times a million. It's the extra, you know what I mean? It's the going outside of yourself to care for another, For the entire season you're with each other. It's seeing or hearing something and saying, this would make her smile and sending it. It's listening, sometimes just to the tears, sometimes just to the silence. It's agape. It's this story I read on one of those random Facebook threads. I guess there was a contest that author Leo Buscaglia had to judge once on the most caring child. They asked children, what is love? And this story was told. A four-year-old child whose next-door neighbor was an elderly gentleman who had recently lost his wife. Upon seeing the man cry, the little boy went into the old gentleman's yard, climbed onto his lap, and just sat there. When his mother asked what he had said to the neighbor, the little boy said, Nothing. I just helped him cry. That is friendship. Friendship is being someone who says, I'm coming for you. I will walk into the dark to find you. I see you're lost. Let me help you. I see you're struggling. Let me carry something for you. And then friendship is sustaining that for the season you're together. Helping our neighbors is important. It's a directive from scripture and it's what connects us to one another on a broad cultural level. But our conversation today is about friendship the sustained relationship of walking with someone during a season of their life 
whether that's two weeks or 75 years. The division these last two years have caused along not just political lines, but also along family and friend lines is something that just deeply saddens me. Sometimes I can picture the devil sitting behind his computer screen, his legs kicked up on his desk, and him saying, I did it, look what I did, while he gleefully sips his coffee and just watches us dissolve into this unfriendly people. One of life's bare necessities I think we need to protect amidst the continued division is our friendships. They are what will breathe new life into our struggling souls. They are what will enliven and inspire us to pick up and go the next step. Friendships are what will bring us out of the dark. Friendships are what will lift up our wilting hearts, steady our limping faith, and restore our sense of joy. Now listen, I know friendship can be messy. I was visiting with my best friend's parents the other day, and I mentioned that our friend anniversary was coming up next year, 20 years. Her dad said, really, is that how long it's been? I said, yep, 20 years ago, right after our freshman year of college, the great divide is what I called it. We were a foursome, a friendship foursome that split up into two and two after some things. You know what I mean. Friendship can be messy. It can be hard to sustain. And it's not always meant to be sustained with everyone. But you and I both know that it is worth it with certain people. And it is 100% worth fighting for. Our energy is low. Our tolerance level is low. Our care capacity is low. We're all very, very tired. I know that. I get it. You should see me plop down on my couch at the end of the day. But what a gift friendship is. What a gift to have someone and to be someone who will go into the dark to find the friend who is lost. I had planned on writing about breadcrumbs today. Not literal breadcrumbs, but the breadcrumbs along your life's path that lets you know you're on the right track. And I thought that Lost in the Woods story was a perfect lead-in. But when I got to the part about Greg telling me he was on his way, my heart shifted entirely toward friendship because that's what friendship does. It softens us, it changes us, it molds us, it makes us stronger, and it makes us better. What's true about friendship is that whole books have been written about it because we do such a great job of forgetting how to be true friends. We get in our own way, we get distracted, we miss the mark and we hurt each other, we forget each other. Let's not let that happen. Let's stick with each other. Let's get out of our own worlds and connect with our friends. Let's support each other. Let's let our friends support us. Let's make each other laugh. Let's use our gifts to do for our friends what they need or want. Let's let each other cry. Let's speak each other's love languages. Let's let curiosity win over judgment. Let's take stock of who is in our life, who we want to stay, and then treat them that way. Because what's also true about friendship is how much of a gift from heaven it is to our lives. What's lovely about friendship is the way it makes you feel like you're not alone, like you're not crazy, 
and like you have people who have your back. What's praiseworthy about friendship is the way it makes your life better at every single turn. So there are two things I want you to do today. One, call or text a friend and say, thank you for being a friend. If you call, you can even sing it like the Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend. And two, send this episode to one or more people you've been thinking of as you've listened. You won't regret the connection that that forms. Before I send you away with a little story and a blessing for the week, I want to thank you so much for choosing to spend some time with me today. There are millions of voices in your podcast app, and the fact that you chose here really means a ton. I invite you to follow along or subscribe in your podcast app if you're not already, and tell your friends. This is a perfect episode to do that with. I also want to invite you to become a part of my Monday and Friday cruise. Mondays are when I send a blessing, a short soulful meditation for you to start your week. My Friday crew is for adulting tips framed by the Enneagram. I am a certified Enneagram coach, and I absolutely love helping people understand that they're not weird, just human, and human on purpose. That's what Friday Crew is for. Last Friday, we talked about how each personality type approaches friendship differently, and this week will be how each Enneagram type reacts to their friendships during stress. And the week after will be how different Enneagram type pairs fair as friends. So if you've got some friends who love the Enneagram and you just want to share some fun, good info, join that Friday crew. Lots of great stuff packed into two to three minute videos and short blogs. You can join that and the Monday blessing at alisapreston.com or you can head to the links in the show notes. And you can join me on Instagram. Very simple, at alisapreston, or I have extra content for every episode. This week, I'm sharing different stories of friendship I find from around the world, and I will be asking you to share yours. So join us. You know who had a lot to say about friendship? The cast of Winnie the Pooh. Christopher Robin told Pooh, silly old bear, I won't ever forget about you. Winnie the Pooh said, A day without a friend is like a pot without a single drop of honey left inside. So sad. Piglet said, it's so much more friendly with two. And even Eeyore shared those sentiments. He said, after all, one can't complain. I have my friends. Eeyore knows how valuable friends and friendship are. Then there are no excuses. Let us be friends to one another, true season-walking friends with one another, and let us receive the same gift as it comes back to us. So today, may your heart connect to a true, honest friend who is ready to go into the dark woods to find you when you're lost. May your life find meaning and purpose in the friendships God brings your way. May the friends you surround yourself with be edifying, encouraging, life-giving, and refreshing. And may our world be brighter, better, and stronger for the friendships we all make and keep. Wishing you a week of delightful friendships. 
I'll see you next time.